Hi everyone, welcome back to Story to Story Clan, a Warrior's Cat reread podcast. I'm Paz. <laughs> I'm Julian. And I'm Liz. Sorry, I forgot our intro there for a second. Um, Before we begin, we just wanted to uh, say short statement um and i think it is fair to say we are all deeply upset by what is happening in gaza and to the palestinian people there so we wanted to use our uh admittedly very small podcast platform to express our condemnation of the israeli government's ongoing genocide of palestinian people and i hope and believe we will see a free palestine in our lifetime and that this cruelty will end and um just wanted to make that be known yeah i mean i think we talk a lot on this podcast about like the movement of people and like we make a lot of jokes about kitty cat war crimes but there are real war crimes happening yes um and you know if if you are in a position um donate to organizations helping or find a local protest or um go look up the bds movement etc um and just show your support where you can call your reps if you're in the u.s yes yell at them that too (laughs) (laughs) um but we'll move on to warriors now um it's been a well i guess it we should say why it's been a bit because julian went on a fun honeymoon yeah we did a we did a belated honeymoon um and we did a big road trip through the southwest and it was absolutely beautiful um highly recommend a going to the southwest um and b doing that in october when it's not that hot (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad it wasn't that hot because i heard in, in like Texas, it was still like 95 degrees until a week ago. Where we were, it was like the hottest it ever got was like 80 degrees. And then when we were in the the desert in California, it was like 100 degrees. But that was one day. Um. (laughs) That's my girl. That's California. That's my wife, baby. (laughs) Yeah. So very, 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 very beautiful. Uh, a lot of good rocks. If you're a fan of rocks, mm, yeah, they got them. Huge fan. I am a big fan. Well, uh, I can do our summaries now. There is a rock in in these chapters. There is a rock. There That's, is a rock. Should have done a segue that way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Too late now. No, 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 we no, we can we can pull it back. Wait, wait a minute. We can put this in. Um. But if you're a fan of rocks, you won't like what happens in the set of readings. (laughs) So (laughs) we are continuing Dawn, right? Um, The third book in the New Prophecy. And we read chapters four through six. And I don't, I was looking at my phone. Wait, what am I doing? Some reason will be on my phone. Yeah. I was about to just start reading, like, the book. Cause... <laughs> Go ahead. No. Like, Are you sure this... you don't want to wait? Okay, wait. Hold oh, no. on. Yep. Okay. Chapter four. 
Sunning rocks was the safest place to hide, as Cinderbell told them, as she I'm wove through the, the bracken. Squirrelpaw was <laughs> Chapter surprised, four. but there's so little shelter there. <laughs> Sunning rocks was a wide stone slip near the river. Liz, let me okay. read the summaries. Okay. <laughs> okay, for real. Chapter four. Cinderpelt leads Squirrelpaw, Brambleclaw, and Stormfur through the destroyed forest to where the rest of ThunderClan is sheltering in Sunning Rocks. Squirrelpaw is surprised that RiverClan hasn't objected since they have always tried to claim that area is theirs. She is struck by how cold and cramped the clan's temporary camp is, as well as how starved and miserable everyone looks. Their welcome is mixed. Some of the cats are suspicious and nearly hostile because of how well-fed they look and because Stormfur is with them. Other cats, especially Firestar and Sandstorm, are overjoyed to see them. Though Firestar has regained his baby-hating attitude towards Brambleclaw, and Squirrelpaw still feels like a home is no longer what it used to be. Stormfur gets a moment to tell Greystripe about Feathertail's death. He also brings the clan a fish before he leaves as a gift. Bef- oh, sorry. Oh. He also sorry. brings the clan a fish before he leaves, which is treated by hostility. Oh my god, okay, sorry. Third take on this sentence. He also brings the clan a fish before he leaves as a gift, which is treated with hospitality by many nope. of the other cats. Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> no, no, sent- no, let me just, can I just read it? Can I just read the sentence? No, I got it. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna seamlessly okay. edit this. You got this. He also brings the clan a fish before he leaves as a gift. Which is treated with hostility by many of the other cats. <laughs> Squirrelpaw and Brambleclaw at least get a chance to tell Firestar about the dream from Star Clan that told him- them to leave their journey, Midnight's prophecy about finding a new home for the forest, and how they would need to go to the Great Rock at Four Trees to find the dying warrior to show them the way. It is received with various levels of skepticism, but Firestar agrees because the clan has no other choice. Um, chapter 5. Uh, yes, there is a warning for like animal abuse uh, via like humans, um, I guess, in the summary, and also we will talk about that in the episode. Um, meanwhile, back in Kitty Jail, Leafpaw finally gets to meet Sasha, the snappish rogue who is Mothwing and Hawkfrost's mother. She reveals she was only caught in the forest because she went to check on her kids after hearing that two legs were tearing the forest up. Leafpaw lets her know that Mothwing is okay and is spared the embarrassment of giving a hawk frost status update, he's so evil, by Mistyfoot saying he was also fine the last time she saw him. Later on, a two-leg comes to feed by to feed the cats and is scratched by Cole, a standoffish cat that Cody has been trying to befriend. The two-leg hurts Cole angrily and leaves. Cole has a bleeding wound, and Leafpaw quickly instructs the other cats to find some cobwebs and pass them from cage to cage until it can get to Cole. She, by, by the way, this is C-O-A-L, not C-O-L-E. <laughs> not like a human man, Cole. Um, she it's tells him me, how- <laughs> Cole Cassidy, the cat. <laughs> she tells him how to use it to stop the bleeding, and he soon stabilizes. She thinks about how loyalty to one clan is kind of dumb, and that it's good to work together to survive. The cats all discuss their chances of escape, and Leafpaw tries to stay hopeful. Chapter 6 Brambleclaw, Squirrelpaw, Cinderpelt, and Firestar head out to four trees as planned. Squirrelpaw anxiously thinks about her clan's reaction to the idea of leaving the forest. Some terrified, some angry, some excited. The rest of her friends and the other clan leaders soon arrive. 
Tallstar's death flags wave vigorously in the air as Squirrelpaw notes many times how old, frail, and awful he looks. <laughs> the destruction of four trees is even more devastating than imagined, and to everyone and everyone is shocked at the latest development. The Great Rock itself has been ceremoniously, unceremoniously torn out of the ground by the two legs and left upside down some distance away. While the leaders climb the rock to wait for the prophesied sign of a dying warrior, Squirrelpaw and her friends talk and share news about the missing cats and how they've got to do some how they're doing back in their home clans. They learn Hawk Frost has also been promoted to deputy because Mistyfoot is missing. Crowpaw reveals that Tallstar wants to leave the forest as soon as possible because Windclant is once again dying. Leopardstar leaves because she doesn't care about the other clans and Hawk Frost wants to snatch up their territories anyway. Blackstar leaves because he has no hope for the forest and is trying to scout out a new home in Scourge's old ta- territory. Only Firestar and Tallstar remain with, Fire- with Tallstar telling Firestar that his- with his last frail, gasping, feeble, skeletal breath that Windclan is literally just like bones and how they would like to leave the forest soon um, but will wait for the other clans because Firestar says there have to be four clans, five plus star clan or whatever, I don't know why. Um, Squirrelpaw begins to doubt Midnight's prophecy, but Brambleclaw tells her tells her to hang in there. That's the end of our reading. Sorry for the long summary. Big chapters. Big chapters. Yeah. Good chapters, I would Good. say. Good, yeah. yeah. No, I, I enjoyed them. Big chapters. God, I feel so bad for them. Yeah. I know. I'm. They're really... Um, Getting to see the the how the clans are doing through Squirrelpaw's perspective, who like just came back, uh, mm-hmm. really hammers home how shitty everything is. Everyone is just bones except for every clan, who's they're doing some shit. They're gonna do some shit. Yeah, fuck Leopard Star. I hate yeah. her so much. Fucking. I can't believe she's, like, not more hated in fandom or whatever. I don't understand. What happens in her book that makes people like her so much? I don't know. I think people have girl boss disease. Yeah, but she's, um, she's girl bossing, like, into complete moral bankruptcies. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone's starving. Not my problem. And then also, she thinks. Oh, oh. I was gonna say also Hawk Frost, no good. Yeah, Very I was gonna evil. say she also thinks it's a good idea to make the most obviously evil man the deputy. So, Squirrelpaw is like never met him, right? No, <laughs> she she sees him and she's like, "Damn, that guy's super evil. He's so fucking yeah. evil. Damn." <laughs> uh. Um. We could, let's let's go to the beginning though. Yeah. Um, really, really good descriptions. Yeah. Here yeah. that convey the the atmosphere. Yeah, um, it's also like yeah. it's oh, just good. so upsetting to see like how everyone just doesn't trust them. Hmm. Yeah. I, I'm glad they take time to, like, sit with that. Like, it's I like seeing that, like, they, their uh, return is, like, affecting people. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> rather than yeah. them just showing up and everyone's like hi well that's a crazy story yeah, yeah there's like a really tangible sense that like things have changed significantly since they've been gone and like uh-huh they weren't there they yeah just the sense of like what they'd expected and how things are now yeah they've they've missed out on like a calamity basically uh-huh and throughout the last book the constant sort of background worry or um theme was like clan loyalty uh-huh. and um it's interesting how that is popping up in not so much like their loyalty being the thing that's doubted but just like they're just an outsider like perspective now um, yeah because they yeah. they tasted what like no Friendship. divided clans yeah. was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the stress on like clan divisions are bad um I can really tell this was supposed to be like the second in a trilogy or like the the <laughs> end of a trilogy. Sorry, right? Yeah, because it's supposed to be a trilogy. Because yeah. like, yeah. it's really going hard on that. Like, <laughs> like the the book clearly is telling you like this system sucks. Um, <laughs> but I, it will come as as no shock to you, Liz, that they the the, the clans just continue on into perpetuity. Like wow, nothing changes really. really. No, you're kidding. Um, but I, I guess I mean, the I can't idea... Ta- I can't continue taking, like, new quizzes from 2023 about what clan I'm in and people aren't still making, like, new clans to fight. <laughs> but I can see how this is going to, like, end the whole series, like, forever with the clans being, like, dissolved and everyone learning that, like, uh, such division, arbitrary divisions are hurtful, but... <laughs> and they had to like reel that back. Imagine if this book had ended with like all the clans just kind of like making peace and giving one big massive like mega clan of e- many, 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 many feral cats in just like a village in England. Yeah. Piss everywhere. Everything smells like piss. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful. <laughs> It's Piss City. It's Pissshire. That's the name of their Pissshire. village. <laughs> That's the new clan uh, territory <laughs> name. No, but yeah, the it does feel like the last book because it was supposed to be. So the way it will continue is interesting. Yeah, it's. I mean, I I do yeah. like like the stuff in the next three books in the series but yeah i mean i guess it's also interesting like if you make the cat society it's interesting that the conflict continues because it's not at least in universe not an easy thing to solve and not because they just wanted more books which is the out of universe thing um yeah yeah. yeah, I don't remember it that clearly. I guess we'll no. see how it goes. <laughs> Are you there, Julian? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Oh, no. Can y'all hear me? Oh, yes. Oh, can yes. now. Okay. Did we lose No, him? I just didn't say anything for a little okay. bit. Okay. I was just worried. <laughs> okay. 
thought you were drawn back the, by the allure of that $300 pot. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, teleported. Zoop! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that noise. <laughs> Thank you. It's not quite as good as the uh, the hitting the cheek noise. I can't do that. What is that? What What are you talking about? The like water trap one. Oh, I can't do it. My yeah. I don't have the right cheek shape density. I don't know. <laughs> I think I know what you mean, but I don't know if I can do it. I, I don't want to embarrass you know, myself. You know the the noise that like. It comes up in a recent Friends at the Table, or not that recent. I no, mean, no, I, last I know what you mean. It's you know the, what I mean. The one where Keith can do it. <laughs> the one that Keith can do. Um, to those of our listeners who don't listen to Friends at the Table, you know when your dad slash uncle slash older male relative, like, thwacks his cheek and it makes a, a thump noise? Like a scarily realistic water drop noise. Yeah. Um, uh, because you have to be an older male relative. Do. That's the only... That's the only gender. Yeah. A male relative who can make a. That's why I can't do it. I'm not a man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, back to the beginning of chapter four. I I do just want to read like a scene uh, description Mm -hmm. because it's just so good. So this is like right when they get to the new camp. Um, Squirrelpaw felt an uncomfortable pang of guilt that their long and difficult journey had kept them safer and better fed than the cats they left behind. The sun was sinking in a clear blue sky, and a chill wind swayed the branches above them, tugging at the last stubborn leaves. She paused, listening. A few birds chirped in muted chorus, but in the distance she heard monsters all the time, humming like angry bees. Their sticky, their sticky stench hung in the air and clung to her fur, and Squirrelpaw realized that she had no- returned to a forest that no longer smelled or sounded like home. It had become another place, one where no cats could survive. It's great, great yeah. scene setting. It's yeah, it's it's really good. They're they're so good at like the like the the sensory mm-hmm. um like. I, how do I say this? They're really good at making you feel like a little kitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, That's important. Yeah, this is this is very much like the cats, like you know, kind of see with their noses, which they taste. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I also feel like. There's one moment where um, Squirrelpaw notices that everyone is so thin and feels like, oh, God, um, like, we went on this long journey and we, like, came back and we're, you know, we thought our journey was so, like, grueling and awful and we're doing better than the people yeah, who, yeah. Yeah, she kind of feels guilty throughout this set of chapters, which I think is really interesting. Um I'm glad they like delved into that like character conflict, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is interesting to see like her perspective finally and like underneath all of the um kind of like shonen manga <laughs> protagonist, there's like this little like ball of anxiety. That is only getting worse with the terrible situation. Yeah. She is like 
deeply, deeply self-conscious. Yeah, and I, she feels like extra guilty because she technically was not called by the prophecy, which is is just a nice layer of conflict on top of mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's it's fun being in her little head. Um, it's miserable, but it's fun. yeah. <laughs> I'm super distracted. Benny's food just went off and I can just hear her through like my headphones crunching. <laughs> She's like, she eats like, <laughs> horrible. Um, There's just like, a, I guess, a long scene about, we, as we said, like a lot of the cats don't trust them anymore. Um, And I like all the dialogue. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's like really good at conveying like very quickly kind of where the fault lines in the clan are. Um, in a way I think that is like really well done. Yeah. Uh Sandstorm does just get a mom is my personality moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. The way she says it is kind of funny, though. It's like, one of my kids has come home. Um, you highlighted something in chapter four for Firestar, which I thought was funny. Oh, we just... <laughs> uh, it's canon. Firestar is a really long tail. He's, he's described as a, having powerful shoulders and a long tail, so... <laughs> He's Benny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dad's rich. It'd be really funny if Firestar was tail. as big as Benny is because she's <laughs> so tiny. And he'd just be this tiny, tiny little leader. <laughs> I would like that actually. Yeah, Short I think King. that'd be good. <laughs> That's cute. Short King Firestar. We measured her today because we were looking at cat harnesses because we want to curb her, like, plastic eating tendencies. Um, and she's tried to get out a couple of times, so maybe this will mitigate that, too. And what was, like, it was to measure her neck and then, like, her chest and, like, the yeah. distance between. And her neck is, like, what, seven or eight inches and then, like, her... Yeah, like, it kind of seems like she'd need the kitten size. Like the extra small. <laughs> and she's nearly like two years old now. So. Yeah. She's not nearly like year, two years old. Like a year and a half. This is the size she's going to be forever. She's teeny. She's a little scoop of like cookie dough ice cream. Um, um, gray Stripe. Gray Stripe. He's there. He's, Grace, he's Grace, also Grace Stripe's there to like blurt out the other prophecy randomly, and then they're like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Oh, never mind." It's really funny. It's really funny. Why would you say it like that? I know. It's like your your uncle comes into the room and is like, "Oh, look who came out of their cave! It's the pro the, the chosen one. He he will defeat the darkness." <laughs> And you're like, sorry, what? <laughs> and he's like, um, don't worry about it. Have you had the macaroni? 
<laughs> oh, um, <laughs> Graystripe is so sad. Feathertail is dead, and his reason is. Oh, I don't like it. It's so unfair. She was so much like Silverstream. What the hell? What? She was so much like Silverstream. They were both female characters who got nuked <laughs> yeah. by the narrative. Yeah. And their personality was girl. Yep. And she God. died. She I, died I just can't. like her mother. <laughs> so true, Graystripe. She was just like Silverstream. That's right. I, is, this, I, is this lampshading or I don't I or is don't this think so. Oh, the tragic parallel of the 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 women. I, I think it's supposed to be like serious. God, is that I, what you I, say when your like child dies? Oh. Um. Okay. What? Anything else in this chapter? Mm, I like Storm for his big fish. <laughs> yeah. I do think that it was, um, I don't know, big fish. Fun to see. He just like left. He came back immediately. I don't think it was a gift for River Clan. I think he was like, well, I'm from River. He's a big fish. Um, if he hadn't become like, you know, backpacking white guy, I'd be like, oh, that's very much like just a guy who's uh, a character. I like, I briefly forgot about that. <laughs> I was yeah. like, erased it from my head. Thanks for yeah. reminding me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened to him. Um, oh, I guess we can talk about uh, everyone's reaction to their story. Um, it's pretty much what you'd expect. It's like, huh? What? Yeah. A badger? <laughs> I personally feel like more people should have had questions about the talking part of the, the badger story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were like pretty skeptical of of the whole thing yeah um i guess there's a lot to be skeptical of so if you just wrap it all up it's just like general skepticism like statistical average of like 70 percent skeptical (laughs) yeah i also did okay did we ever get a reason for why they had to go all the way to midnight to to hear this news and starkland couldn't just tell them i feel like this must have been covered, but I've forgotten. Well, yeah, it's because Midnight is an immortal being who well, has lived yeah, many lives. That. and <laughs> I don't know. I think they, they had to, yeah. like, the the goal was to get them. I mean, oh, narratively, right. yes, they oh, had to it was to get fr- them okay. to, they had to, to become, become friends. friends. Yes, I guess right. if, And they don't know that's why no, exactly. No, Midnight told them. Oh, they told was, them that I remember. Now. I guess they can't tell the clans that because that would that'd be kind of silly. Like we had to become friends. They'd probably be like. I feel like no. that would be my first question about this whole situation. Yeah. Is like, why did Star Clan make you go all the way there? Why does Star Clan tell you anything? They're fucking esoteric <laughs> as shit. Uh, I don't know. Like to the cats. Like what level of. What's the level of like a badger to them? Is it like just like a predator, like a wolf, or is it like a a dragon, like in a story to humans that have seen like is a dragon like yes, it can eat you and fight you, but like if you were told it could talk, you'd be like, don't really believe that, but it could happen. 
I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's literally no indication that badgers would um, be have sentience before midnight. So, well, maybe they're skeptical, but not so surprised because they have heard tell of other animals in the forest also having sentience and language. Maybe, maybe warriors warriors doesn't worry about that. Maybe though. now and then a cat like chomps down on like a vole and it has heard like a little voice going like no don't do it (laughs) (laughs) I hate that (laughs) Uh, okay anything else in chapter 4 should we go to chapter 5 there is just one um before they talk about uh, tell the clan they tell the warriors about um, midnight. Dust Pelt says, "We've made our home here. We will not let the two legs and their monsters drive us out." And that's sort of the vibe of the rest of the clan, which I just think is like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's rough. It's sad. It is sad. I, I mean, I think this um, is a much more relatable and true feeling for someone to have um, about leaving versus Firestar's later thing of being like well there's always been a four clan so yeah, that, yeah. that's why we have we can't go <laughs> that one especially like for this series just comes out of nowhere I yeah. feel but we can't yeah, like, we can, oh go ahead later on Firestar says something about like Oh, we all have the same ancestors. And I'm like, that does not come up from anyone else no, at any other point. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's also really funny that, like, Firestar's quest had not come out yet, so it was not in canon. But, like, theoretically, when he, he would have gone on this whole right. journey. <laughs> yeah. Where he learned that, like, there used to be five clans. Yeah. <laughs> and one... One was driven out, um, uh, very similar to how, you know, it's it's interesting that it is canonically all in his head, and that's what he is thinking. So, mm-hmm. oh, star. your head is two and a half inches wide, and your neck is three inches wide. And- <laughs> he has a Benny-sized head. Your harness size is extra small. You can get it in turquoise. <laughs> um. Well, chapter five. We finally meet Sasha. I like her. I love her. Yeah. She's just kind of mean. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love a mean lady. Yeah. I wish she had a personality beyond mean, but we just met her. Yeah, yeah. we just met her. You never know. I literally remember nothing about Sasha though. So. I also don't either, but you know, <laughs> maybe maybe there's a, an amazing character arc we forgot. Um, yeah, she's she's mean. Um, and she's uh, she's like escape. Yeah, whatever. I bet you can't because you. They're kind of stupid, but it's okay or something. I don't know. None of this is good. This is not a joke. I'm just quite... T- <laughs> it's so dark. 
And yeah. this is like our usual recording time, but it feels like it's 10. <laughs> you, cut, you can cut all of that out if you can. Okay. The winter is, uh, is hard. It's and it's hard. coming. Don't it's... Like it. <laughs> <laughs> it has been said. Yeah. yeah. Um, not a lot happens. It's just like, a, it's a short amount of time, but like a big thing happens. Um, which is, uh, like, Leafa and everyone, like, kind of work together to, um, patch Cole up the way they can after, um, a person, like, basically just, like, shoves a cat, uh, which is awful. Not, that yeah. part was, like, we see a lot of, like, cat violence, like, very visceral, um, sometimes upsetting cat violence uh in these books because it's like it's it's kitty fights right it's mm-hmm. cat fight book um and bringing bring a person into it is like man this makes me sad yeah i feel like yeah we see a lot of cat on cat violence yeah. but human on cat violence they're just little guys they are and we do get kind of confirmation from like Cody's like vibe check that uh these are not like this is not a a trap and trap and release or even a trap and no. rescue. This is Yeah, I mean are we just is that supposed to be like they're catching them all to euthanize? I'm like I'm because like I feel about like that. it'd be easier to just like you know, like when when People yeah. tear down forests. It's not like they go in and like euthanize all the deer or whatever. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is very just... confusing. It also feels a little bit. Not gonna lie, Aaron's. It feels a little classist to be like, "Oh, the the terrible construction workers are mean yeah. to cats." Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, we don't care. We don't gotta do that. No. I don't think people would put this much effort into trapping cats, like, in the real they're world. They're feeding they, them. Yeah, yeah they're I'd, feeding them. They're not feeding them well, but they are feeding them, which does not make sense. Yeah. It, it's all for the drama. It's it's to have, it like, is. it's all to have the kitties in jail and, like, for them to band together to pass the precious spider web from paw to paw. <laughs> which is so funny. It I'm is. sorry, it's so, so funny. Yeah. I and just it... had the clearest vision in my head of, like, all these little, like, <laughs> cat paws, like, <laughs> waving in the air. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've all seen it. It's, like, the cat paw, like, under the door, like, yeah. scrabbling. Mm-hmm. Right? And that is oh. the how, that's how, like, the chapter ends with, like, Leaf Paw thinking about the concept of, like, a latch. And, yeah. like, she's, like, reaching out with her paw and, like, she's scrabbling. Just, like, just, like, Benny under the door. Or, or like, Kip, if he, like, sees, like, a stick through a hole. I'm assuming Chickpea scrabbles at some point. She does scrabble. Mm-hmm. She was scrabbling earlier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had to put a false bottom on our, um bedroom door because she was there's like no bottom on our bedroom door it's like 
you could like reach up into the hollow door and she was fitting her paw under oh, there and like no. pulling oh, and I could God. like hear it's like starting to like oh, splinter. So we're like, she's gonna fully like bust our door down. Also, that's a very weird door design. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I don't weird. I assume that at some point our landlord like bought a new door and just like it was too long and he cut the bottom off. I don't know. I don't I don't <laughs> We yes. our house is weird in a lot of ways of in in the ways of an old New England building. Um, uh-huh. The room I'm in has three closets. <laughs> Good storage. Yeah. Yep. One closet for um, chickpeas, chicken, and rice. <laughs> One closet for all your books of warrior stuff, and one uh-huh. closet. Um, for the various pots you will collect through your life. There you go. Yeah. I'm set. Yeah. I guess um, I... Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, go ahead. I just... I don't really have anything else for this chapter. It's kind of that one scene, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just the, the passing the cobweb from paw to paw. Like, <laughs> can so anyone good. reach a cobweb? <laughs> It was like passing in the bucket <laughs> fire. It's a relay race. Yeah. Um, let's go to chapter six, though. Yeah. Tell us That's where the date is. He's- oh, I do have... Um, yeah? Sorry. Uh, I mean, Leafall basically correctly surmises that, you know, like, Star Clan's still there but can't do anything which i thought was an interesting like that she came to that conclusion yeah. herself it's very interesting probably yeah. like if you are imagine this happens to you and you are like the the apprentice to um your religious like conduit in your society because that's basically what is happening. I, It's been so long since we read the last book, but I feel like maybe she yeah. did get Starclan telling her, like, we can't do shit, but... Yeah. Uh, it's it's cool to see her basically, like, be like, but, okay, they can't do shit, I have to do something. This happens <laughs> to, like, teen girls all the time. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. Um, but please, chapter six... Can we can we put some Fs in the chat for Tallstar? Oh man, oh, it's over. He's, the he's number of so times he's described as skeletal, I, scrabbling. I was, Firestar has to like heave him up the rock. He is bones. He was already old, but then he got starved to death. This is horrible. He's bones. Poor Tallstar. Hey, he still survived the longest. You know. Hasn't been usurped yet. No. How many coups has this motherfucker seen? Jesus. He's, he is once again the most reasonable leader. Um, they weren't I mean, there. I mean, okay, I guess Blackstar is also like a... I think his plan's stupid, but at least he's not like, I'm staying around here. Like, Yeah, I'd leave. Yeah, sure. His, they his got Kimball is... over in two leg plays. Hmm? His plan's bad, but he yeah. has a point. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at least he made a plan to, like, leave. Um, yeah. Tallstar did, too, but his he's, like, Firestar, Windclan is literally so weak 
that if we went alone, we would just die, um, which is horrible. It's horrible. He should. He knows Ravenclaw. I feel like WinClan is like five cats now, so he could just go there. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't get that. I don't. I feel like the errands just forget. I feel like Ravenclaw would just like come over and be like, "Knock knock, it's me and my little wheelbarrow of rats." <laughs> I mean mice. Not not rat plague rats. It's mice from the farm. It's fine. Um. Yeah. It, they're the when they get up on that rocket. It's not that long. It's just enough for like a really kind of short conversation where everyone's checking in and mm-hmm. and then like they get impatient or like um two of them get impatient very quickly and leave. Um, and when they start fighting, like, I for real thought that dead warrior was going to be like Tallstar, like, oh no, falling off the rock and dying. No, <laughs> like his long, like, pointy signature oh, tail fuck? is like pointing the way to the- Liz. Wait, listen, he- <laughs> that'd be so. That's such an unceremonious end. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's wind climb, baby. They get the, they get the sticky end all the time. That bitch is only bones now, and they're malnourished. Well, the the real problem is that all the prophecy cats are standing around the bottom of this stone. Yeah, the ones who have been given the prophecy. Yeah, and they're when- like. They're like, well, it probably doesn't have to be us. Like, I'm sure it's <laughs> yes, fine it does. if it's just like anyone. Yes, it does. Because... <laughs> and then they don't even try it. This Drove is like crazy. This is the the poison brain of like deferring to authority <laughs> for real. You don't need the president. <laughs> it's it's just just get up on that rock yourself. Spare Tallstar the agony of like hauling his bony dying fragile feeble like desiccated ass up that (laughs) rock um i i think we should talk about black star's plan though because it is really stupid yeah yeah but like what else is he gonna do i guess well (laughs) go somewhere that isn't uh the place Scourge came from, which is like a garbage dump. I don't even... <laughs> I guess uh... that's all they know. Shadow Clan is just like garbage to garbage, which <laughs> it is stupid. I guess, but Tallstar is for like ready to just, you know, head on out anywhere. Tallstar has traveled, it's true. We know this at yeah. I, but I guess we don't know this at this point. Well, I mean, we know WinClan had to go to Spaghetti Junction. <laughs> He's like, go back to Spaghetti Junction. Yeah, Blackstar is going to be king of Spaghetti Junction. <laughs> I, it's still a better plan than Leopard Star's plan, which is, don't worry, we're just going to do a fascism. Yeah, Later. Leopard Star's plan is like, there is no way they will cross this river and bother us in any way, shape, or form. Um, Stupid. 
stupid. Just, just throwing it out there too. Doesn't care. Um, you know that's that's kind of it for this chapter. It's it's a long one. Um, it's very uncomfortable because like it's all very good with like descriptions of how like awful the the forest looks because it's being fucked up. Um, Squirrel Paul's like super anxious and kind of watching like mm-hmm. the leadership fumble around and also Tallster could literally drop dead at any moment. Oh, um, I I did like the scene with Crow Paul where like he kind of starts lashing out again and it basically like turns out that he's like like Windland is doing the worst and it is very upsetting to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a good, that was a good touch. Um, yeah. And he's also the one to like help physically support Tallstar uh-huh. when they leave. Um, so I do like him again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kripos is respecting queer elders. What? Kripos is respecting queer elders. That's, that's right. Sorry, he, just... he he says, um, I didn't think the clan could be suffering any more than when I left, but it is. <laughs> Can you imagine you leave on this, like, horrible journey for six weeks and you come back and, like, 20 cats are sharing a single mouse? Yeah, and I assume, like, like, 30% of the clan has died or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's specifically like the elders and like the kids. Yeah. And that's somehow also largely what is left because right. Like they have like super young warriors now. Yeah. Interesting. Fun time for for Wind Clan as always. <laughs> Wind Clan, why? These- they gotta. They should split. Who? They, I mean, can't. they can't. They're all dying now. <laughs> they can't. That's so true. They can't. They should have split earlier. It's, they should have. This shit. But sucks. they they were the first ones to start starving. Also, so. Yeah. <laughs> Anything yeah. else? Uh, oh, Hawkfrost evil moments, of course. Yep. Just like full section devoted to it. It's very funny. Um he's he sucks ass. He basically he's, told Stormfur that it's like his fault Feathertail is dead for It sucks so <laughs> he bad. Sucks. Come on. He sucks. <laughs> it's also like I do wish he wasn't Tiger Star's son. Yeah. Yeah. Not that Warriors is interested in doing this, but I think there, like, could be, like, an interesting narrative in, like, Leopard Star being like, oh, the whole thing with Tiger Star was just a mistake. We'll do better. And then, like, immediately falling back into fascism as soon as, like, things get rough. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That I think would be stronger if it wasn't because of Hawkfrost's genetic disposition to evil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I okay, I 
part of the reason that he's Tiger Star's son is to start having like um sibling dynamics, I think, but mm. otherwise, yeah. yes, I wish he was not. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, it would have been interesting to see it go the way like Julian described, because the there is the constant present there too of like Leopard Star who is like powerfully enabling that again uh it's cool though and she's also still there and no one no one kicked her out <laughs> uh, that's all i got mm-hmm. quite tired it's only eight ten, but it feels like 12 a.m <laughs> i miss doing podcasts in the summer to the sunset it used to be sunny outside yeah. at this well not at this time but it'd be like sun that could be in the summer yeah, you know be light out i mean it's 9 10 here yeah oh yeah uh, it could still be slightly light it could out. be yeah i mean you know at it, the at the latest of the summer it might still be like sunset yeah you could be hearing crickets outside Enjoying a nice ice cream after. <laughs> this is so sad. Okay. I could enjoy a nice ice cream uh, on Saturday. It's supposed to be like 80 degrees. Oh, yeah. It was like yeah. 78 here for some reason today. Yeah. It's probably fine. <laughs> enjoy the nice ice cream anyway. Thank have, you. Have a nice ice cream. Cream on me? No, no, I don't like that. No, it's like, no, no, it's like the, I was trying to do the the. Have you seen like the Nancy strip where like the little boy is going like have a boy on me to like the fish? I can't say that I have. <laughs> no, I think about it constantly. It's true. Liz is quoting it all the time. Yeah, it's like. It's like a the strip is about like oh it's national be kind to animals day or whatever and she's like how could you go fishing on be kind to animals day and it's like no I'm just feeding the fish worms and then he says the fish like have a boy on me <laughs> it's it's better than how I'm describing <laughs> it. I just think about it a lot it's, thank you for sharing we're tired podcast end <laughs> <laughs> okay um. We're clearly all tired, so we'll wrap this up. Um, we're going to hopefully be back to a more normal schedule. Uh, and I, I'm excited to read more Dawn because it is very good so far. So, Yeah. And... Hmm? Yeah, so next week we'll read chapters 7 through 9. Um... And I guess I'll I'll take us out here. Um, so thank you as always for listening. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Staircast, on co-host at Staircast. Um, Patreon is on pause. <laughs> <laughs> I pause it again. <laughs> Staircast also, I think. Um, and... Uh, you can send us emails or questions or cat pictures at stairwaytostarclane at gmail.com. Um, and that'll be it for now. So, until next time, may Starclan light your path. Bye! Bye!
Happy Halloween. Oh, okay. yeah. Happy Halloween. Yeah. What are y'all being for Halloween? Well, adults. <laughs> okay. If we could, though. Oh, yeah. We had a really we'd, good we'd costume be, idea. Um, the king, the dying king, and his evil vizier. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. Oh, that's an excellent costume. The evil vizier who's definitely poisoning him. Yeah. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah. The, the idea was that I would have like a mug that would just be like, don't talk to me till I've had my coffee or something. And then you'd have like a jar of like just poison. <laughs> yeah. It would have been fun. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. I'm going to be Wirt uh, from Over the Garden Wall. Nice. And I think Hannah's going to be some sort of like commedia dell'arte like fun makeup situation that's fun that's we were gonna cool. do a couple's costume but it seemed like a lot of work and we've <laughs> yeah. done it the last couple of years so yeah 